What's up, world? It's Friday night, and you just finished a hell of a work week. But it's time to get weird with the Absolute Geese Podcast. So turn that volume way up, because the show is about to start. Absolute Geek Podcast. It is Sunday evening in Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. Kellen. Jose. And I'm Kyle. We are here with another episode of What the Fuck Friday, except it's not Friday. <laughs> It's what the fuck Sunday. What the fuck Sunday. What the shit Sunday. What the shit Sunday. It's a wet Sunday. Shit stupid wet, Sunday. Wet Sunday here in Phoenix. So what's everyone up to? What's going on? Couldn't record on our normal day because Jose had a wedding and then <laughs> yesterday he went to a taco truck. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing spectacular. Just, just a taco, taco truck. truck. Not, a, not a chimichanga truck. Just a taco truck. I was upset there was no chimichangas though. No chimichangas. You, they could, have, you could have just asked them to like pan fry it. No, they had a. Um, Don't you know who I am? They had a UFO. Yeah, he pulled. Taco or he something. pulled that. He pulled nobody his fame card like nobody knows. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? Did you try to tip it? <laughs> tip the truck when you learned it and have He starts <laughs> fucking pushing it back. Mm-hmm. I am Jose Tim Chimichanga. I am the voice of a podcast. I'm a voice of a thousand of our generation. Yeah. <laughs> he whips out his butterfly knife and pops the tire. I want to touch the world, damn it. I want to touch the world. <laughs> Gets all upset that he can't get his chimichangas. <laughs> they had something called like the UFO. Taco. Did it have like the pancake and no, it was just, the pizza? It was a uh, like a tostada and it had a bunch of shit on it. I didn't order it. So it was a tostada, not a taco. Well, yeah. they call it a, a UFO <laughs> something. I don't remember. What did it have on it? had everything. There's a place up in Jerome. A pizza? That they have fry bread tacos. And they're fucking amazing. I've had fry bread. I'm, fry, I'm not a big fan of it. I love it. It's great. It's, it's awesome. It's dark in here. Don't they call uh, fried bread, bread tacos, aren't those just considered um, gorditas? No. Gorditas. Because that's not fried Chalupas. Bread. Chalupas. Chalupas. That's not, yeah, that's, that's not fried bread, though. Well, chalupa. It's like pita bread or something closer yeah, to that, it's, isn't it's it? It's a flat bread. Yeah, it's more pita bread, but the closest would be a chalupa. Yeah. I feel like we need to make like a bat signal for Jose. This is like a big spotlight flashlight with a chimichanga on it. <laughs> just flashing. <laughs> flashing the skies of Phoenix. At least half eaten. It's got a bite out of it. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to have a bite. Or it should just be it's like... It's not the chimichanga we deserve. It should be just like the out, outline of his face, but like the transparent parts are just like his face and then his beard and glasses are colored in. So it just looks like they're calling... I'd rather, rather look at a chimichanga. A chimichanga with glasses on it? New, new shirt design. I'm going to take a chimichanga, put glasses and a beard on it. There you Do go. it! <laughs> All right, let's stop talking about food. You should have a fucking hunger. Like a faceless Jose just behind it. Faceless. Yeah. In the shadows. In the shadows. In the shadows of Mexican. Do you guys see that gif I sent you guys of uh, Batman where he's like standing in front and then all of a sudden he pops up from the top of the, yeah, the gif it. and punches him in the face? <laughs> I saw it's it. just stupid. It's pretty funny. So, yeah. What, what's what been going on in the world today? I bought, a, I bought a pair of Beats for five bucks. I, heard, I know, I heard. They're counterfeit. They're just called Eats. <laughs> Someone just drew a B in it. I was wondering, it did have an upper, no, it did have an uppercase. No, it's spelled B E E T S. They're Pete's. <laughs> Pete's. They're Pete's. They're, they're Pete's. Red and white. Are they red and white? Like a B? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. They're Pete's. The Beats. They're Pete's. Delicious Someone beats. just like took a magic or a black marker and drew the other part of the B onto the P. <laughs> yeah. It was actually a capital B. <laughs> well, the the biggest thing that happened was that whole French thing, the yeah, packs and, and all Paris. that. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. A lot of videos got released. That day was awful across the world. Yeah. It was pretty fucked up. 
So you pretty much stuff. Yep. Yeah. Well, now that everyone's bummed the fuck out, right? <laughs> well, well, um, it is something that happened. Mark Mark Brooks, um, he made a post today regarding that about like people that are like, how can you care about Paris more than you care about the attacks in Beirut and uh, all this stuff? And he was like, this is the way I see it. Like, it's both attacks are awful, but France is like that next door neighbor who they helped you with like building shit in your backyard and setting your front yard. Shit, they, gave, they gave us the Statue of Liberty. Like, or like, like rolling like, over during World They're War always II. there at your barbecues and stuff. Like, you're good friends, so when something happens to them, you feel it more. Like, Beirut's that neighbor that's, like, two blocks over that you've met at, like, the HOA meetings or something. That, yeah, so that shit's on the line. Them, but <laughs> shit's on the line. <laughs> so, like, I thought that was, that was a decent analogy, which is they're both bad. It's just France has been there for the U.S. since the revolution. Yeah. So. Did you see um, the ISIS? They they ran into that heavy metal concert, and started fucking shooting people. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? They didn't run in. They were in there, and they pulled guns, pulled on ski masks, and started shooting people in the head. That's insane. Yeah. That was a uh, Eagles of Death Metal concert. Yeah. It's not, not a death metal band, by the way. What? What are they? They're they're just rock. Yeah. Oh. It's it's um, um Josh Holmes of Queens of the Stone Age. It's his side project. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, they were saying something about the drummer just like fucking died. Just one of their merch guys was shot. Yeah, yeah. And it's close to a drummer. And Urban Comics, <laughs> who uh, put out the uh, uh, Little Nemo in Slumberland, the one of their um, one of their interns, I think it was, was shot and killed Jeez. as well. Yeah, Jock made a big post on Twitter about it. Yeah, it's it was pretty man. pretty fucked up everywhere. It's a mad world. Yep. It's a mad, mad world. It's a pretty shitty world at the moment. Yeah. A little disheartening. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's 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 slightly scary walking out your front door in this world. But especially when they tell you to leave. Yeah. Like Matt does to me. You fall asleep. So you we got a reason to kick you out. No, no. That's he before you walk in. No, he already told Jose after the podcast. We podcast. <laughs> he goes and sits on our couch to hang out for a little bit. And when you see the shirt slowly start to come up over his belly button. It's weird. It's weird. And he's got a little white undershirt. I got an undershirt. And then he starts falling asleep. And he's he's out within two seconds. He starts snoring. To the point where the other day Kellen blew a can of air in his face. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> that one night when we were making the ice? Yeah. 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 yeah, it was after that. After you had left. We were, ser- we were seriously talking. And then I turned to say something Matt, look at Jose. And he's like... <laughs> so I was like... <laughs> And sprayed him in the face with it. You need to get more sleep, buddy. I got 10 hours today. So no sleep? That taco truck wore you out, huh? How do you people get that much sleep? I run on five hours a day. I usually sleep about four to five hours a day. You only run on five hours a day because you've never been able to sleep longer than that. Right. Yeah, I, I can't sleep if, either. If you get yourself into that habit, you would sleep eight plus hours. Never gonna happen. There's too much life to live, man. Yeah, that's why you sit in your room and play video games and I'll watch. <laughs> and Go work. see the world and, and watch. And not do standing. <laughs> and work. And work. <laughs> and hey, man, I, I also do this podcast. I run our website. I do a lot of stuff. You, you just spouted. There's too much life to live. And then, <laughs> and then back everything up that you don't fucking leave your house. Hey, that's all right, though. I'm living the life that I want to live, though. I'm I live one taco at a time. Hey, if I can figure it out not to leave my house very often, I wouldn't either. 
Okay, so amend that <laughs> so there's enough life by my definition to live. That's right. In, in a there. house. In a hey, house. man, some of the most brilliant people in the world never leave their fucking house. Well, we don't know about some. They're shut-ins. It, it, well, in, That's because we don't know who they are because they don't live around. You never found them because they're agoraphobes. <laughs> well, I mean, look at um, Frank Miller for one. He's fucking old as shit. Doesn't matter. Yeah, he, he has, he has reasons to, leave, to not leave his house. Well, that's He's still taking care of his mom. <laughs> Is he really? I think so. Damn. So there you go. That's one. He has a good reason. Yeah. That's one. I have a good reason, too. I'm trying to... You're not taking care of your mom. Get somewhere where I want to be. Inside your, the house. Your bed, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> If I make trying it to, trying bed, to get from the right side to the left? If I make it from my bed to the couch, it's been a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm totally joking. But... Hey, that's drive. <laughs> is, that, is that what motivation is called? Yeah. You have a picture of him getting up with it says motivated. Is <laughs> <laughs> him sitting on the couch? <laughs> I made it. <laughs> no, we should have a poster of that to get us motivated. It's, it's, he's got a sign that says, Life begins when you leave your room. <laughs> he walks to the couch. Done. Uh, life complete. <laughs> Enough life for the day. No, and then it's got to have like an Xbox challenge complete living life. Yeah. <laughs> life well no, lived. No, let. He's got a trophy. Life led. <laughs> life well lived. Oh, man. I bought a, I bought a video game today. What was it? It's called Grav. They were doing a free weekend on Steam, and I tried it out. And so you didn't buy one? No, no. Oh. I liked it enough that I bought it. Oh. oh. So they let you play it for a while, and then yeah. you got to buy it? Yeah. I got it for 6 bucks instead of 20 You got motivated after all that playing video games with your old boss last night, huh? That didn't happen. Anyways. <laughs> it was a, it, it's like a survival game. So it's kind of like Terraria, but it's in 3D. So it's... It's, it's interesting. So it's not like Terraria? It's like every other survival game. <laughs> well, the way that they have it, it's it's pretty cool. I've never bought any survival games like this. So that's why I can only compare it to so Terraria. So it's, it, it's hardcore Minecraft is what it is. <laughs> oh, so you have no. to like mine for things and like build a house and stuff? You can if you want. Do you have goats? No. What? Goats? Like in Minecraft? No, it's all robot stuff you make. It's like things you make. You make I mean, robot goats. Robot goat. And then fuck it later. Robot goat fucker. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I've only played it for probably like two hours, two, three hours. And that's it's, a, it's a computer game? Yeah. It's pretty interesting. It's a it's an indie game. So hopefully they'll change a lot of things for the better. Are you emailing them to let them know? No. You should. You should change this plant. <laughs> Bug report. <laughs> Needs more goats. Needs more goats. Please add goats. It's all like different planets and stuff. I don't. I just start. Is there a goat really. planet? I don't know. Man. I haven't. I've planet only been of on the mine. goats. <laughs> Sounds awesome. There's a goat statue. Rise of the planet <laughs> of the goats. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a uh, goat simulator. <laughs> was that goat simulator? <laughs> Game was awesome. It's pretty weird. I like I on my phone. I like when you find the shrine out in the woods. The Satanists like worshiping Satan. Never saw that. Yeah, if you go out there, um, I think there's a key command. You can turn into a black goat. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Wow. Never played that. And then they got <laughs> they got Flappy Goat in-game. You can go into one of the houses, and there's a flat screen on the TV, uh-huh. like on the wall. And uh, there's a console below it that you can access and play Flappy Goat in-game. 
So you're playing a game within a game. Yeah, and it actually ranks you like online. Is that like Flappy Bird? Yeah, except it's a goat. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> ah. Jeez. Remember when people were selling their fucking iPhones and shit? For yeah, because like it had the original. $700 because it, yeah, it had the original Flappy well, Bird in it? I can still sell my PlayStation with PT on it for like 3000 What? Because PT, once they stopped releasing, like once it was off the PlayStation Network... Like they're try- Konami's trying to get it off of servers completely. What is it? It's a horror game from Guillermo del Toro and uh, Hideo Kojima, mm-hmm. who made Metal Gear. And it was supposed to have Norman Reedus in it, and it was supposed to be like the back to roots of the Silent Hill franchise. Silent Hills was going to be the game, and they dropped it. They canceled it when. That's Konami. the one that Norman Reedus was just talking about the other day that they need to put it out. Yes. Yep. Like, it was, like, two days ago, or Friday night. I guess that was two days ago, but Friday yeah, night. He, was, he really pushed for that game to be made, and they dropped it, which yeah. sucks because... Does he ride a motorcycle? Because that game is terrifying. That trailer, it's PT stands for Playable Trailer, and it's fucking terrifying. It's creepy as shit. And it was only on PlayStation? Yep. And it no. just, it appeared out of nowhere, like, mysteriously, and people were like, what the fuck is this? And you play it, and it's really difficult to... It's a puzzle. Mm. And if you finish the puzzle... Like, it shows you what it actually was, and it was the playable trailer for Silent Hills, but it doesn't tell you anything about it when you're in it. So it's just like, what the fuck you're is this? You're just playing a trailer, and you're yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's just, what the fuck is this? Nice. And so it's an interactive trailer, and it's creepy as shit. Like, people are still playing it today and finding new things in it. Oh, really? And it's been out for, what, eight months? Longer Something than that. Like that. Yeah. It's been like a year and a half. Yeah. <clears throat> That's actually kind of cool. They it is. do more stuff like that. It's fucking creepy. So, but there's a, what is it called? Uh, Allison Road is the new, there's a, a guy who, he was like an accountant or something, and he liked PT so much, and after PT was canceled, he decided to learn the Unreal 4 engine and make his own PT-style horror game. And it got picked up really fast, and he's got a full team now. Whoops. And the Kickstarter went through the roof, and it's expected early next year. And it looks just as creepy as PT was. That's cool. I'm excited. I'm super excited. Are you fist super pump? excited about it? Just yeah. as excited as what happened yesterday? He's fist pumping. What happened fist yesterday? Fist pumping in the air? <laughs> <laughs> what happened yesterday? You don't remember? You already no. forgot about the excitement of yesterday? What? Oh, the, the tickets. Dog? Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got our San Diego tickets. <laughs> Holy shit, man. And, uh, that, shows you, that shows you the shit we went through for him. Kind of. I can't believe it took us, what, an hour and a half to get our tickets? It was so weird. They they must have like I was trickled only, people through different. I'm the differently. only one in this group that actually got into the queue. Well, you got in at the last second. Let's yeah. start from the beginning. San Diego Comic Con dropped it on everybody like four days beforehand. Hey, well, Monday. This yeah. Saturday will be. No, it was Tuesday. Was it? Oh yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. This Saturday yeah. will be the sale of pre-reg tickets. So get them, which fucked everybody in this group. It hard. just it came at such a hard time to want to buy mm-hmm. or need tickets. Yeah, because yeah. because like Jose, everybody, Jose, like we saw last year, and Jose backed up is they usually give you a month, if not longer, saying, "Hey, this is the day it'll be on." Yep. So I didn't. I wasn't able to get my tickets. They Kyle was kind two, enough to grab me one. They give you two weeks when they did uh, normal regist- open registration last year. I think they're just doing that because of the demand of people. Well, that's it's kind of surprising. Yeah, that's kind of what Kellen yes. I, I said was that they, yeah, you only got a handful of pre-reg tickets from everybody who went last year, so they did it. We just sprung it up on people like, oh, here you go, and hoping that 
for that exact reason. They hope people could not afford them, so it was opening up tickets for everyone else. I think they just they're, yeah they're just they're just making <sighs> jump differently through the hoops to I was be gonna, able to do this. I was kind of surprised how slow it went because like in in normal admission um, preview night was sold out in five minutes. And this one, it was a good 45 minutes before it sold out. I think they updated it slow Maybe. or something. It's supposed to be updated every two minutes. Yeah. I mean, it was. Like, you were watching, you would see it. Like, I had to do it on my phone because I was stuck at work, and I don't know why I didn't bring my laptop. Like, I, I had originally planned. But, so I ended up doing it. On, I was using the Wi-Fi of where I was, which then I was nervous because it's an open Wi-Fi. Yeah. And where I was working, it's like... There was a lot of people that can use it, like a, like a hotel Wi-Fi type thing. Mm-hmm. And I was actually, like, scared to put my credit card in it if I already get picked. Yep. So I ended up shutting it off, which scared me at the same time. It's like, fuck, it's going to refresh the second I, I bounce out of Wi-Fi. But it didn't. It kept spinning. But, yeah, I was, I was sitting on my phone, and it was updating. Every two minutes, you would see it, the bar go. The click. And then the little, yeah, the... And then you would see the little yellow bar change to, to say something else. Well, Kyle was faster than my website because he was like, oh, Friday or Saturday sold out. And I was like, what? And then it refreshed. I'm like, Saturday sold out. I'm like, fuck. That, that, I thought that was weird, too, that it wasn't updating for everybody at the same time. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Because sometimes Jose would say something and then, like, a minute later it would, it would say the same thing for me. It was, but the odd thing is, is when I got into the queue last night, it said that there was Saturday and there was Saturday and Sunday tickets. It said there was Friday, Saturday, Sunday tickets available. And I did click Thursday because I didn't want to get gypped out of them and be like, oh, well, they're not there. Sorry, you're not getting badges. Yeah, Shannon, Shannon got my queue. Somebody else got her queue. Like one yeah. of her friends got was able to get it before she got it. She's like, hey, do you still need tickets? Because I just got in. I'm like, yeah, give me Sunday. And then that's exactly the same time you guys got in. Well, it's getting Like, literally the exact same time. You could only get three, you and two others. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there are other conventions that kind of do that pop-up style, like PAX. Mm-hmm. It's literally they tweet out the day they go on sale. Hey, tickets are on sale now. Get them. They don't give you warning. They just send out a tweet immediately. But the thing is, they don't have pre-reg there. It's all general. So the difference between that... First come, first serve. The yeah. difference between that and San Diego is... We have those codes that allow us to get those pre-read. So I like the they, fact that they 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 make you feel like you're like a season ticket holder. They yeah, give you first I, opportunity to be able to get them. It's both good and bad in that those people will consistently buy those tickets, but it's bad in that it limits the tickets for other people. But, but it, like I didn't even get into the queue. Yeah, like I sat there for I sat there at work and getting paid. I sat there, stood in one spot, and stared at my phone, and fucking talked to you guys, and listened, and watched, and made sure my phone wouldn't go black, so, yeah. it, didn't, so it didn't refresh. Well, like, yeah, if it wasn't for me, you you know, getting in, you wouldn't be going this year, Jose wouldn't be going this year. I'm, I'd be going this year. Well, you don't know. <laughs> you wouldn't <laughs> no, be going no. this year, I wouldn't be going this year, Kyle wouldn't be going this year, so there's three Well, I wouldn't tickets. be going regardless if it wasn't for Kyle, because well, right, he bought I know, my but ticket. My point is that's three people right there that are automatically out, where three other people are getting those tickets. That's what I'm saying, I wonder how many people, because they say what, there was 160,000 people went last year. Yeah, and they only cut this down, I think, to 50,000. So they... For, or for well, I'm saying, that's rich. how many people were there, so everybody that went last year got to be in this pre-reg yep. yesterday, so there was... We'll say, you know, like like Kellen, you didn't even use your code. Mm-hmm. So we'll level it out. We'll say 
120,000 people were trying to get tickets yesterday. Yeah. Three tickets. And everybody was getting three tickets. Yep. It was limited to, what, 50,000 for the yeah. average this year? Is that what I it was? I thought like, it was 30,000. That was 50. I thought I read but Yeah, but, it, but it's like because they popped it up like that. But don't you I wasn't power? I wasn't able to get my own tickets. Like, Kyle had to pay for my ticket. Homie there. Um, so, yeah, it was just that's what it did for all of us. We All of us were like, fuck. Well, because of you two, I I get to go two years in a row now. Yeah, but it, but like it was it was seriously Matt and I had this conversation. Where we were like, because of this, like we can't afford it. What do we do? We apply for press and hope that we get that, or we get general, and hope that we can get those as well. Because like this, you got a fifty percent chance, is what they yeah. were saying. So the next one, we get a third one third chance. Well, just think, they said it's a fifty percent chance. There was four of us. <clears throat> And only two people got into the queue. Yeah, me and me and yeah. Matt. Yeah. Matt. I got in right after they were like Friday, Friday sold, out. sold out, and then literally yeah. a second later I was. Last in. year was one hundred percent luck that yeah. I was able to get fucking Thursday through Sunday for three of us. I could have gotten Kyle all of them, but he just wanted to go for Friday and Saturday. I got lucky for for me being on my phone. Yeah, I I don't know why you wanted Sunday. I won't. I wouldn't want to go for that short day. Yeah. Well, I'd much say, rather go I was on Sunday. My thought with you getting Sunday is it's a smaller day. You're able to go in, get your sketches faster, and then leave. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of artists like we saw on Sunday, a lot of artists have already gone. Like they weren't hanging around for Sunday. I'll get what I get. Yeah. I'm not a, it's not a big deal to me. And then you still have the opportunity for next year. Yeah. 2017. Yep. Or any other convention right. between them. But yes. like we, I mean, we also have right now our our thought process is we're going to try to apply for press. Yeah. If we don't get that, then we're going to go in the general queue because we've only got Thursday tickets right now. Yeah. So it'll be... If we don't if we don't get general, we at least have pre-reg numbers, right. codes yep. for next year. So at least well, we're, going, we're going yeah. one day and Kelly and I were talking, we might even just go Thursday, Friday and then like fly yeah. in Thursday and go to the convention all day and then stay at a hotel Thursday night. And then Friday, just roam around Friday, the bay and, and Petco and do everything that's outside. Because there is so much outside. Yeah. There's, there's Outside I, is a convention in itself. Yeah, there's a yeah. there's a full day's worth of stuff that she could do outside. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. there's taco trucks like, there. Because, like, after last year, San Diego, like, there's so many, like, I met so many people that I've stayed in contact with on, like, Twitter and Facebook in the other areas that I'd like to catch up with. So having one day would suck being that we're going to be there for the podcast. And I wouldn't be able to just say hey to them. So plus we've the, gotten the to know so many people in the industry <clears throat> right now, like that we could probably set something up or work something out, or even have to sleep on. A I honestly think we should day. take yeah. like a Zoom with us. Yeah, because last year we were invited by Cena, Cena Grace, to go to the uh, the Image exclusive party, the creator party. Nice. Because they're two hundred and fifty dollars for a Zoom. They have four microphones built into it, and a small equalizer. Well, I'll have my and it's, and it's handheld. It's like they're like it's like two of my hands put together. I want to have my new my new as kit. opposed to your four hands. Yes, in, in, in I'll, my I'll, feet. Have, I'll have my new camera and lens. Um, probably by the end of May. And I already have mine, so. Well, I'll have my shit by the end of March, and hopefully a new lens by the end of May. So then I'll be able to document shit. But any lens that you need, I have. That yeah. If you don't have it, I yeah. Gotta, that works. I have awesome lenses, so that works. I think we'll have the photography part covered. Yeah, it's, I'll be happy for. But I think the Zoom would be good because we can. I think it would be cool because, like, well, you're going on Sunday, and 
if we don't get the press and it's uh, like if we go like say we all just burn and turn on Thursday and we fly in and fly out or fly in and you guys stay the extra day if we had that Zoom we could actually walk through the convention podcast interview get people to say stuff I mean you know what I mean like if we ran into like Jay again from Jay and Silent Bob we could or Kevin Smith, you have instead of using your phone or something, you have that, and you can cut in and out with audio. You can pause it and then continue it, and then splice into it. I just think I think something like that would be a good opportunity to. It would be more fun. On the fly recording. Yep, and yeah. you walk around and record on as the you're fly walking. podcast. Yeah, as you're walking, we are walking through San Diego Comic Con. We can do that on my on the iPhone though too. Yeah, it's it's from Monument's past experience at other conventions. You actually tend to forget that you got that stuff on you. Yeah, because it's so surprising and spur of the moment that you. Yeah, because because I mean, like people. we'd walk around with with a like the hand recorders, uh-huh. and like we'd have it in our bag, and we walk up to people and talk to them and like chat with them for a while, and then I'd meet up with Matt, and he'd be like, "Did you record it?" I was like, "Fuck, I forgot I had a recorder." <laughs> and same with him. So we just started using our phones. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because like when he met Philip DeFranco, I was like, "Dude, did you ask him to inter- do an interview or?" See if you do an interview or something, and Kel's like, "No, I fucking forgot." I gave him a business card, so yeah. Philly D, if you're you're listening, remember me. <laughs> <laughs> he can't see your little gun. Yeah. You're winking your gun. Guns are blazing. But yeah, it was like I he he filmed this little this little like how's it going thing to Matt because Matt sent tweeted something at him and it exploded around Super Bowl. Yeah, and uh, I filmed I filmed it with with him on my phone and sent it to Matt. And afterwards, after he walked away, I realized. That I filmed a portrait because <laughs> it was just it was just like just he was just there and I was like oh shit it's him let's do this and I filmed it and then after he walked away I was like fuck what a fucking idiot it's a learning curve well like San Diego this year it's not, I, even, it's not even a learning curve I know to film landscape and it was just the fact that he was there and it was just like oh let's do it now you got starstruck well yeah, I commented on last year I, we had this whole big plan of like we're gonna we're gonna push we're gonna we're gonna network and all that and then when we got there like I'm like I bought my hey. ticket I'm going to I bought my ticket I'm going to enjoy the convention the way I want to enjoy it it would be different if like we got press pass and we have to cover the convention that's a different story but I'm sitting here like it's really raining it's yeah. boring I'm sitting here like I want to cover this convention I want to experience this convention the way I want to because I'm not I paid to be here you know? that's why I think this year we like I'm not taking a backpack full of comic books this year. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I told you. No, and you know what? I, and I, I get the, you know what? Yes, Jose was right. And then people that I talked to who were telling me these insight things, but I had to learn it on my own. And now I know I'll probably bring. It's a pain in the ass to carry all that shit. It's not really a pain in the ass. It was just, I just know I don't need to do that. Like, yeah. I've ex- I, I experienced San Diego the way I wanted to last year. I wanted to walk okay. around. And have people sign my books. And 60 pounds of gear on his back. And by walk around, he means in a line. I mean, yeah, walking from, walking. walking from table to table. To line con. Whatever you have to do to make it so you don't sweat rust this year, I agree with that. <laughs> How about no drinking for the, first thing, the month before? First, first thing, thing, don't I'm not wear a white, white shirt. shirt. And I'm buying a brand new backpack because I'm buying actually a... I might, if Kellen doesn't for some reason end up taking... His camera. I'm bringing mine. Well, and I'm gonna buy a brand new backpack for that. I bought a brand new backpack too, but you got to think that you're in that area with all, that many people. The body heat, 
the backpack against your back. You're walking like you're gonna sweat. It's just don't see wear my backpack shirt. was eight years old of me carrying uh, that thing around. Mine was brand new and it was just I, I was even wearing a white black shirt, but I was just you were drenched in sweat, so I had yeah. to buy a different shirt. You know, I might just use the the Comic Con backpack that they give you. No, no, that thing will fall apart. Yeah. Well, I might just hold that though. I might just use it. It'll still fall apart. Now. I ripped mine within what five minutes of having it. Yep. I'm not bringing 20 books, though. No, 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 no. Anybody I know that will end up coming here to Phoenix, I'm not taking that book. Because I know they'll eventually come. But if it's a couple people, like, that don't come here, I well, might yeah, take like, that one or two though, books. That's what here. I did this year. Like, uh, Scott Snyder, for whatever reason, he doesn't come here. Mm-hmm. Not knocking any of the conventions here, but for whatever reason, they can't pull him here. Um, I would have... Robert Kirkman, he's been here once. Mm-hmm. You know, and other, like... Other than guys like Greg Capullo, who's been here multiple times, and Rob Liefeld, who's been here multiple times, and her and well, yeah, her Trumpy, <laughs> never coming back, ever never again. coming back again. But there's a lot of artists that always come here that you you know will be here. That's the only books I'm bringing. Yeah, this like year Norm, is yeah. like Norm Norm Ratman. There's no rush for me to get his signature because no, he's, he's always here. here every other any other convention. Yep. Like Brandon Peterson, that's another one, or Chad Harding, or. You know, these are guys that are... Anybody that I know that will come to Phoenix for whatever convention, I know I'm not... uh, Are we messing up your phone call? (laughs) No, I got a weird voicemail. Uh, But, yes, I'm only going to take... So this year, I'm doing it completely differently. I'm I'm going with a different attitude and a different mindset. And I'm actually going to see the other half of the con. Yeah, that's my goal is to to walk the convention. Because the only more. time I left and went anywhere else, what I think I walked to the Xbox place with Kelly. Hello, the and then I went to Stan Lee's booth, and that's the only time I walked to the other side of the con. I have no idea what was going on. Yeah, past it was, uh, like the image booth. Yeah, I I spent my first two days walking, or first day and a half walking the the floor like extensively, and I got so bored because I had seen everything so much, like I was just. I had enough of it, so I, I ran into the Filthy Casual guys, and they were like, yeah, we mm. learned, like, two or three years ago, you see what you need to see, and then just enjoy the rest of everything. Yeah. So I spent most of my time wandering outside, seeing all the other exhibits and what was going on, and it was fucking fun. Like, I just, walking into the the vendor hall, it's awesome because you see, like, all the movie props and all the signs and everything. It's like, oh, fuck, cool, it's I'm so here. much to take in. Yeah, it's but awesome. once you've seen all of it, You've seen all of it. It doesn't change. See, like next so. year, I'll get. To, I didn't see all of it, so I only seen pretty much Artist Alley. That's the only thing I seen yeah. at Comic Con, and I was there for two days. And I sat. And me and Matt sat in Artist Alley. No, we we were all over that convention though. Like you saw, I mean, the, but you were in lines. You didn't get the, to explore well, yeah, the it. DC booth and yeah, but I sat at the DC booth yeah. and I sat at the Image booth and then. Actually, pretty much, I didn't. There was no other booth for to go to. We were back over. Where, like where it stands right now, the only book I'll probably take to San Diego is my Harley Zero to try and get more signature. Try to finish that up. Yep. So I'm trying to do with my um, with my uh, death book too. There's a bunch of artists in there that I got. I got like Mike Magnola, um, Frank Cho. I had some people that I rarely get to see, so it was pretty cool. If I go for one day, I probably will, probably won't bring more than two books because I yeah you can't mind con one day. No, might as well it's a waste of time. Yeah, you might as well just enjoy it and run around and mm-hmm. fucking be a kid in a candy store. But let's hope to God that we get we are gracious enough to be given press and 
can cover this convention and rub elbows the way I want to. Please give us praise. <laughs> praise, <laughs> praise. Um, praise, praise. You know that means if we get press, you're going to have to go for more than just one day, Jose. I'll probably go Saturday and Sunday. No, <laughs> you mean Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Depends on the, if I can get the time off. Or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> or a place to stay. Or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I'll sell sleep your Sunday in the lawn. ticket. I sleep in the lawn again. No, what I was thinking is what we should do. It. Does anybody here know how to drive an RV? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I was going to say, we should rent an RV and just fucking RV it up there. And, stay and we could a, just we could pull it next to a taco truck. Or stay at a campground. And I'd, be, I'd be fine pulling it up next to a taco truck. <laughs> yeah. Food. Dude, RVing right? would be so much fun. You know how bad that RV would smell, though? Ugh. Between the four of us? Smell like yeah. nerd. So, yeah, smell like nerd. <laughs> Sweaty nerd. With you, pull into a, you pull into a campground that has showers, and you're all good. I'll go to a we could, we, could, we could tow your car on the back of the yeah, RV. Yeah, there you go. Um, well, I was going to change the subject, but... Go for it. No, what was it? Um, what? I was thinking about, like, you're, you're, you mentioning Harley's Euro. But, like, what... what is something that you guys have purchased recently that you regret buying? That you, at the moment, you're like, this is going to be awesome, and then you were like, fuck, this is not. Like comic-wise or anything? Any, anything in general. But we'll do, we'll do comics. We'll stick with comics. So a, a purchase you have, you know, you really, really wanted it. Once you got it, you're like, why the fuck did I buy this? Well, because, like, Harley, for Matt and I, was like, this is awesome. And that turned into such a bust. That was a shit mm-hmm. book. The first like five issues were fucking solid, and then it just well the last Tokyo Police. Yeah, I was gonna say that Tokyo Police, whatever, yeah, whatever that stupid fucking book was. Oh, I, I was I instantly regretted like within the first two three pages. Yeah, like done. I, I do that shit all the time. Like I'll buy equipment or I'll buy something and I have big aspirations. Like fuck, kind of like, like your did recent with, house. No, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. He he did that. He was like, kind of regret mine. Yeah, I, I was did. like, do you really? And he was like. No, you know you. I just have you to regret, do work in it. You, yeah, you regret having to spend a bunch of money on something. Yeah, it's yeah. The, it's the money. It's the maintenance. It's not the buying part. You, you're glad it's, you it's, have. It's this. the spending of yeah. the money. It's the spending of the money part that's hard. That's what I am. I don't have buyer's remorse. I have giving my money away remorse. Well, like yeah. I, I always pro like after my divorce, I pride myself on the fact that like I could fit my life in the back of a truck, so I could just pick up and go whenever I needed to. Yeah, and now I've got so much shit. Oh. In the, this house, and I'm just like, I don't know where to put any of this shit. Like, I don't know where to put anything. When I first moved into my house, because my house is about the same size as yours, it was empty. Because we had moved from, like, an apartment to a house. It was empty. And if you've gone to my house, it is now full. Yeah. <laughs> you you grow into your house. Yeah. Well, and it's just, it's <clears throat> you, you realize how much shit you need money for, like... The, the studio. I would love this studio to be finished, but I don't have the funds to do it. Yes. That's plain and simple. I don't have the money to do it. You know, and I'm not trying to beg people for money out there, but, you know, it's just like... this is Please sh- donate this, to our... No. <laughs> not even, but, like, this, it sucks with this echo, and it sucks, like... Even my dad was like, oh, I tried to listen to your podcast the other day, you know, minus the foul language in the first 30 seconds. It was good. <laughs> yeah, you guys foul language in the first 30 seconds. Yeah, fuck, man. <laughs> but he's like... You can really hear those jets, and yeah. like you, it really echoes really bad. We're gonna need to start recording with this open because that oh. has cut the reverb in here tremendously. But you know, it, it's just stuff like that. Like, I, if I was still in another house, I would have the money to do that because I wouldn't have to worry about oh, what if this breaks or what if that breaks or you know. It's, I think once you settle into the house and you yeah. 
get to the flow of the house. It, I think it'll change. It's a personal thing. Like me, I want everything done like now. I want everything yesterday. done like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. Yesterday. It's a it's a it's a bad trait. Yeah, that sucks. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Ass. yeah, it's it's a it's a gift and a curse. Well, and like yeah. when I've I, been like between Matt and I, like in the house and like the podcast and stuff, I'm the patience. I'm definitely the one that's like, give it a, a month and we'll see what happens. And Matt's like, no, now. Yeah. <laughs> right well, now. Like, right now. When I first bought this house, the last people that had it did not take care of it. So it was no. so dirty and grimy and just like holes in the wall. And my, you know, my dad was like, you got to just see the, you got to see the potential. Yep. And I was like, dude, There's, I can't. Dude, I couldn't, this thing is oozing with it. I couldn't wrap my head around it. Like I was like. I can't see it. All I see is this this shit. But now that like the walls are painted, everything's painted the way I want it. it I can see it. It's like all right, this is my it's house. Starting to look like yeah. home. That salmon in the living room is beautiful. Yeah, by the way. I like how it sings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but just like things like that. So now I look in here, and this is the last remnants of the old. Well, you got rid of the phone numbers, so that's nice. Yeah, but I think once a even once a, a carpet's down, I think it'll take care of a lot of it too. Well, I'm just saying, like this is the last remnants of the old house to yeah. me. Like, can so we get like that fake grass for the turf? Yeah, yeah, turf. turf. <laughs> so, That'd like coming awesome. in here to record, and that it's a bad thing, but it feels like like this isn't my house anymore. Yeah. So, like, you look in there and you're like, oh, that's my house, and you're here like, whoa, what the fuck am I? We're sitting fucking outside now? in a little room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is literally what it is. Yeah, but it's nice. We, we don't really need much more than this for what we do. No. No, this is good. If we have a band one day... We just need to make it mess. us. Yeah. I think that's that's the thing. A live band. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think once this once this studio looks like us... Or if so we, we ever, uh, or if we ever like get us. sponsored to where we can afford to actually like rent a studio for three times a week or Dr. office Bell. space or... Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Because my, my goal is for this isn't just to be Taco Bell Studios. a podcast. Like, I want it yeah. to be a, a company. Like, I would like to be able to produce multiple podcasts for other people and have it be a big company. And, and I want to be able to eat at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of sitting on the counter waiting. Yeah. But, like, that, this is my thing. Like, I want to be able to do T-shirts and, and stuff like that. Like, there's multiple. Thongs, like Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. There's multiple, <laughs> there's multiple phases to what I want to do. But. One step at a time. That's right. We're three steps forward and one step back. That's right. But it'll come. Yeah, for sure. Just like I said, it's just it's hard. What were we even talking about? Well, we were talking about buyers from Mars. Sounds a lot right But even within the past year and what, two months, three months? Yeah. Uh, the growth that we've seen and the support well, that yeah. we've gotten is is it makes it worth it. So, but I've never but to be honest, yeah, buyers like, remorse. This has been the most relaxed I've been in a house in the last Two years. Yep. Like, I don't have to worry about shithead roommates because I have the power to say, hey, shithead, this is my house. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Well, good thing that the shithead roommates that you have now aren't actually shitheads. No, we yeah. Reco- no. We recognize where everybody is that we live with. So. Yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah? No, like, it's it's nicer because if he wants to paint his room fucking turquoise and he just comes to me and say, hey, I want to put my room turquoise, I can say, okay, one wall. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to... Go through a, a manager or a fucking... A manager. A landlord. Landlord, thank you. Oh, you are the landlord. Well, yeah, but I'm cool like that. I don't care. Yeah, but it's different when it's not... It's You know, like your last place, the landlord was just... It was a person. You didn't know the person. We had met him, but... 
The, the last place in Landlord was just there, though. Like, they really didn't do... That's the difference. They didn't follow anything, up with us or anything, yeah. yeah. That's what so. even Even the handyman, like, that that they knew personally, that they insisted was the only one that could work on the house, like, never followed up with His, us. He cut a hole in one of the, the ceilings in the, one of the closets yeah. for water damage and left Oh. Out. That was his, his fix. Downstairs. Just cut the hole out. I mean, it is a fix. It's not sagging and drooping no more. But yeah, when we but he moved never into that house, though, it. So it always leaked every time? Yeah. That? So, yeah, it was just a hole now. There was nothing there to catch the water. It in, was the, just a hole. in the ceiling? Yeah. yeah. And when we moved into the house, it stunk like fucking uh, cat piss upstairs. Yeah. And it still did because all they did was just fucking replace the carpet, the, the mat underneath the carpet. They didn't replace the carpet itself. Yeah. They're like, oh, they just said it would be... The carpet guy said the carpet's brand new, just replace the mats. And the, the fucking one's terrible, but... Wow. So you don't have to worry about any of that anymore. Nope. Because I don't have carpet. <laughs> yeah, fuck carpet. It's now, nice and bad at the same time. Now the only thing I have Tile's to worry about good is... Because it's, it's durable. If you spill something, you can clean it up. The only problem I've found, over found with tile is the grout part. No, it echoes, too. I can it hear Callan well, taking the, the a shit. echo... <laughs> I can't. But watch you start. Blah, blah. You'll start watching the tile, the the grout turn brown and um, black. That's if you don't clean it. What the the worst yeah. part is my room being so central in the house. Like Matt would wake up in the morning and start working, and I'd hear him echoing right into my my room. But once you put some throw rugs down, you put one in the. If you well, once you, we've got shit that we got to put on the walls and stuff. Like once we do that, it'll start helping. But a few but throw rugs will fucking help a lot with that. Echoing of the tile. So you hear Matt's keyboards? Well, like, because he would, he'd be talking. Oh, yeah. Like, when Kellen or Brian goes to the bathroom, I can hear him walk in and sit down and unleash their butt bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there, and you hear... <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude. You hear seriously? fucking water splashing? Yeah. <laughs> God he damn, tried, that was good. He tried talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> While you are in the shower? I, I went into to the bathroom, <laughs> You're like, and he's like, hey, Kel, could you come here? I was like, uh, no. He was like, you in the bathroom? I was like, yeah. He was like, <laughs> he was like with the door open? I was like, no. He was like, oh, shit. Dude, it sounded like he was standing right outside my door. That's crazy. You need to get the, I keep saying it. I'm, I'm going to, I don't know why. I keep so no rugs? The house probably isn't insulated like, also. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I don't know about that. Well, there's some right there. Somewhere here. Pop your head up in the attic. <laughs> Little. You'll be able to see no, it, it is insulated. My dad says that it is, but it's just not. It's tile. Everything echoes. There's nothing on the walls yet, except for in our individual rooms. And but like, yeah, just get like blue rugs and for your why blue? Because you guys are men. Get pink ones. Then I don't care what the fuck you get. Pink I'm not going to the bathroom here. All right, so buyer's remorse. You guys. Uh, in general, shit. I don't. Know, probably my car right now. Why? <laughs> just a lot of money. It's like a big gray cloud over my head. That I have you to live with your parents. Of. Yeah, but it's still car payment for my car. So what? What else do you spend your I fucking money on? Twenty thousand dollars on it still. What do you What do you spend your money on? Comic books. Yeah. What else? Phone and internet oh, that's and that's games. one major remorse you just oh, had, is, Matt. Yeah. What? Comic books. Comic books. He was like the other day. He was like, I look at all these long boxes. And I'm like, if I hadn't bought these, this is like three thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was I was. Cha- I can't even tell you how much. When I was moving, when I was moving my boxes, I ripped one of them, the handles on one of them. Yeah. So I was switching boxes, so because I have like a box of of shit that like I never touch, so I switched that box with my current stuff, and I was like, 
you know, all these do is just sit here. If I didn't, ha- if I never bought these, that's so much money I would have saved. Yeah, but every Thursday we won't have a show. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I'm just saying, most of those were bought before we even started yeah. recording. I know. I'm just saying though. I got four long boxes that I bought before we even. That's why, like, because if you didn't buy comic books, it would be something else that you were buying. That's like it's, I it's wish just the way it is. If there was that deal where we could get the comics, read them, and then talk about them, I'd never fucking buy comics again unless it was something I really wanted to have. I would never buy another comic again. No? No. I'd still buy them. See, I'm at my point where I got my dream comics. I shouldn't be buying any more comics. You I'm shouldn't? done. Yeah, I bought what I've always wanted. But that's a collector in you, though. You keep yeah. going. Well, is that just 181 through 183? And giant size. And New Mutants 88? Yeah. No, I don't care about it. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm, like, I've always said it. I, I like the hardcovers. So, like, I'm, I've got my minimum pull list, and that's what I get. Um,. But like my my Emma Frost statues, it's I'm doing the same thing with Matt with like his comic books. It's like they're awesome pieces. I love them. I don't necessarily need them, and I'm actually probably gonna sell them. I'm keeping the bust. No way am I getting rid of that fucking bust. <laughs> yeah, but, I think it's but, cool. but they're any listeners want to buy them? I got Bowen mid range Emma Frost, both Hellfire Club and Modern, for sale. <laughs> Hit me up on Twitter. Million dollars. Kellen underscore McCool. Underscore McCool. Kellen underscore McCool. Kellen underscore McCool. Hit me up on there. DM me, and I will discuss prices. Comic book-wise, I only have buyer's remorse on big weeks. When they said, like, you know, I don't think any 20 bucks a week on comic books, 25 bucks. I don't think anything of it. It's just, it's 25 bucks. That's $80 a month. That's $80 a month that could be set aside in your bank account or something else. That's $80 a month I could be pumping into here. You would buy something else, though. Or like a, it, a it flashlight would, or something. That's what I'm saying. That's $80 a month that I could be putting into here, but I'm buying comics. I don't have to go, go right yeah, but you would. Those. But like I said, you would still spend it on something else. So you yeah. might as well Food. spend it on anything. I could buy it, spend it on something more practical but, than that's but just like, going to sit in a long like box what, in my what, closet. What Matt had told me was, yeah, he was like, I'm moving all these books, and I've got so many that I'm never going to read again. you got to look at it like that. Yeah, you, you probably spend it on something else, but... Would you spend it on something that's more practical for you to use? Like me, I'm saving up for the camera and the lens that I'm going to use over and over and over and over again, and I'm just going to sell stuff to help get that. Stuff like I, my I just, statues that are sitting there. I look at them when I walk past them. Maybe. They're nice show pieces, but who the fuck's going to look at them? They're yeah. sitting in my room. Yes, they're for you. Know? you. So I like, just don't see that. The, like only when it's like fifty dollar weeks. Like last week, it was a fifty dollar week Jesus. in comic books, and I was like, I was like, do I really need? Fifty dollars for their comic books this week? Do you know what I mean? Do I? I mean, I. So that's when I see it like that. Like when I get that stupid like. Like when I get that stupid variant that I really don't want, but I still buy it anyway. Like I bought a. That sounds like it's on you. Like the Carnage Red Man variant. No, I'm glad I bought that one. Like uh, I bought the. What was it? The McFarlane Gwenpool one? No. Oh. Uh, Gwen Spider. Spider Gwen? Gwenpool. Yeah. Gwen Spider. Gwen Spider. That's how much I do not like her. And I still bought that stupid after McFarlane cover for $20. Well, like, like, that's my thing, though. Like, that's I, the eBay seller in your head. I love comics. Yeah. I love reading them. And they brought me a lot of joy in my life. And they still do. But now, like, as I'm getting older, I'm thinking of everything else I want. Like, I want an iMac for editing. Like, editing on my MacBook is nice, but I'd like to be able to sit there and at an actual it. iMac and work on something more powerful. So I'm like, do I sell, do I just put on my, you know, on Craigslist, thousand bucks 
for all my for two long bo- or two long boxes and or three long boxes and a short box full because they are full. I almost have to buy another box. See, I li- see. I personally, I like like you guys have walked into my house and it is covered in nothing but. I mean, instead of having a normal living room like normal married people with kids have with pictures of their kids and you have pictures of comic book here. I have <laughs> comic book shit all over my walls. I like walking to my room. And I like seeing a fucking four foot high by three foot fucking stack of boxes. Oh, right. Jesus. But like, and stacks, like, I, and I only go buy it, I don't buy a new box before I can fill it. I buy a new box after I can fill it. Well, so, like, like, I have like two piles of comic books. Like, I could fill probably a long box sitting on top of my boxes. But that's different for me, though, because like, I like walking to my room and I have all my Kevin Smith signed shit up on the walls. I like that. I like looking at all my framed comics. That's great. It comes to those books that are sitting in my closet that I'm never going to read again. So I just have like I already I'm, read them. I know what happens. I'll never read them again. So I, I'm glad I kept some of them because I can sell them. Yeah. Like Civil War. Yeah. I can always resell that if I wanted to. Yeah, I have the same mentality you do, Jose, which is I've got it now. I can sell it and I can find it again if I really want it again. But the thing is, I probably wouldn't rebuy it. I, yeah. I, I personally wouldn't rebuy it. So I'm like, making I've got, money off it. Yeah, I've great, got the issues that I want to keep. The the Uncanny X-Men that I've bought and that you guys have gotten me. I'm yeah. keeping those. I've got my hardcovers and stuff. Better keep so my, like, Outcast, <laughs> like, Outcast number one is probably the one that I would keep out of my long box. That's the one thing I'm going to take to San Diego. Well, like, I'm sitting here, like... So I get Kirkman to sign it. Like Jose said. So, like, Amazing Spider-Man 121, The Destiny Gwen Stacy, was my Holy Grail book. It was a book that... I pined after. I worked for. I would look at on eBay for days for that book, and I got it. And then I got it signed by Stan Lee, all within the swoop of two days. <laughs> and that's what like, happened to me with my the joy fleeted, huh? That was like my 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 book that I wanted, and like and now you have it framed it on your the wall. The closest yeah. I've I come mean, to selling it was when I bought this house and I put it up up, up to sell, but I luckily it didn't sell. And the whole time I'm sitting here, like, please don't sell, please don't sell, please don't sell. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think that everybody's had that thing where like they know that they're gonna have to get rid of it if they need to, but they really don't want to. It's like, like I said, it comes down to priorities and and like practicality. Do is it more practical for you to keep it, or would that money be better used for something else? I don't know, like somebody the other few weeks ago. I was letting them go through some of my comics just to see what I had. If they wanted a couple books here and there, if it, it didn't matter, yeah, you could go ahead and take it. As long as yeah. you're not fucking up my whole run, you know you can't take that one. But he was like, uh, "You should sell most of these." And I was like, "Why?" He's like, "Because they're not nothing." I said, "They are to me. They're my books." Yeah. Just because you don't like all my books that I have, why should I sell them? Because you don't like my books. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even make sense, you know. Well, I mean, I I want that iMac, and I'm I'm was sitting there thinking, I was like, I could sell these boxes a thousand dollars. That's a a, like a dollar a book. If not less, and I can go buy one on Black Friday, but I don't want to let them go. It's it's just a it's a pain in the ass, man. It's one of those things. Uh, another, Buyer's remorse. Another thing with me is I don't have room for all my statues and toys, so I'm I'm really thinking like the Emma Frosts. I'm I'm probably gonna sell definitively. I'm trying to think of what else I'm probably gonna sell. I mean, we're talking of buying a bigger house so I can accommodate my collecting. That's a problem. That's when you know you've got an issue. <laughs> because I want a, I want my own personal room, my own man 
nerd Wait for your cave. daughter to turn 18 yeah. kick her out. Kick her out. I know. That's what I'm bad. Actually, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> it's only a couple years away. So, But see, that's what I'm doing. In my nerd cave, I want a studio. I want a soundproofed, professional as, as I can get a studio. And that's what I want this to be like. So this is going to be like my, my nerd cave as soon as it's done. It's just taking longer than I want. I can't even remember the last truly like thing that I bought in though that besides like little things like a $50 comic book week. But like... Like, I used to do it all the time. Like, I would drunk bin on eBay, and I'd end up with a laptop on my door and shit. <laughs> That's fucking... <laughs> the one thing I bought that I'm surprised I didn't regret was, like, I wanted that Lucille bat so bad, and I was like, I knew it was just going to sit in my closet or on a shelf, but I still don't regret buying it. I don't regret it at all. But I regret all these comic books in my fucking... <laughs> I got a lot of, um... A lot of, um... Prints from artists that I'm like... Yeah. Don't yeah, care about. Well, I am too. That's... That's why one thing, like... Because that's how I feel about the sketchbooks. Why? Because you off. you buy this hardcover book, and you have someone sketching it. You look through it a couple times. You show a couple pictures of it on, and then you throw it in your closet, and you throw it in a drawer until the next convention. You don't touch it. At least like well, Jose, go, Jose, Jose frames them. That gets, it, yeah, that gets into yeah. your I thought you kept them in the book. No, no. His, his pages are the tear out. But I've seen He's other people that that's what they do though, and I don't see the point of that it's almost to the point yeah. of view like i put it in a box and i don't mess with it again so the only time i mess with it is when i'm walking out to have somebody drawn it so then why get a why get comics cgc why get those books cgc you're basically doing the same thing you were vacuum sealing them and never fucking touching them yeah but you could put them on the wall you could put them in a frame and put them on the wall that's what he's doing with his yeah. Yeah, pictures yeah but i'm just saying other people that don't that like that just leave it in a book oh fuck them and then this book's done I'm starting a new book, and I never look at that book well, again. What you could, what they might be doing is once they fill it, oh. once they fill it, they're gonna go get them sealed, and I'm then framed and get them right? get them sealed, and then it's like a cop a coffee table book. Because I mean, that that's a cool fucking conversation yeah. piece. Be like, I've got I've got fucking all these artists in here that some of them are dead. Mm-hmm. You know, you're never gonna see their art again. I got it. I got it. Well, I mean, as long as you display it, that's why. Like, that's why. Like, you walk into my house, you know, I don't have. I have a lot of, you know, cool stuff up. It, that, it's a good conversation piece, you know. But just to, I don't know, to take that time to and just, like, put it away. But, you know, framing it, that's different. It just I, I try to look for some good frames so I can post, uh, put them now, in. Now, if you do take that book, say you keep it in a book, and then, like, you live somewhere and it sits on your coffee table, now that I could see that, too, because now you do have that conversation piece. Mm-hmm. But just to put it in a drawer. You know what would be I a dope thing to sell? Like with all the sketches you get, making a coffee table, like a glass coffee table, and underneath them is like, so it's like two pieces of glass, and then you just have a bunch of sketches underneath them from different. Yeah, artists. that'd be pretty cool too. You could also do like an acrylic thing that they put over. It. Yeah, no, like, no, I'm not gonna fuck that up. I mean, well, once you do, well, you would, you would take scans, so you would like take scans of yeah. your already oh, yeah. drawn art and do that. Art. Yeah, I wouldn't do it with the original, but no. you do that. It'd be cool, like a coffee table or, or a cool Like, I have, I have certain books or certain artists and drawings that I have that I don't mind putting up on the wall, but, like, my Herb Trimpey Zatanna sketch that I got from him. I want to keep it in the book because I want it to stay... You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. want it to be pristine in that book. I mean, I, I would love to display it, but I, I'd rather have it in the book because it's it's just... It's the way he had it, the way he saw it. You know, it's it, it's more with the artist. And now he's not seeing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That's probably that that one I would probably never regret. That that's well, I, the I like I like coolest ones I got. 
I like getting sketches. The only thing is I hate carrying the book around. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I, I love seeing the next artist that's going to draw on it, their face, what they see beforehand. Well, it's I, I hate carrying the book around and then having it sit at a table for three hours waiting for them to draw on it and yeah. finish. Type thing. I don't. I hate that. And I'm and I'm not as lucky as Jose, and I'm far too cheap to pay people to draw for me. Yeah, that's true. So am I. That's true too. Wait. So am I. Yeah, but I. Don't but that's what he just said. He's not as lucky as you to be able oh, to just like yeah. be personable enough <laughs> to just be like, hey, I'll suck your dick. You draw for me. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of ball handling. Like we've talked funny. before. I mean, I think it's three years in a row I've tried to get Brett Booth to draw me something, and I just can't get him. You, to you want him to something. draw you like one of his French girls, huh? I, I, I just, I'm at, I'm to the point where I don't care if he draws me a stick figure that puts his name below. It. God damn, I just want the guy to draw me something. You <laughs> just got bad luck at conventions. Like you, you asked Seth. And I'm, uh, I'm over here Seth, with a full page drawing from him. Or you, you, you asked Todd McFarlane for a picture with you, and he walked away. And I literally ran into him 20 seconds after you walked away. I was like, Hey, can I get a picture? And he took a picture with me. Yeah. And I texted it to you, <laughs> and I said, Don't hate the player, hate the game. And you were like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I just have, yeah, I just, it just doesn't work. I don't have that, I guess I just don't have that. Even Norm said the same thing you just said about Brett. What? <laughs> Brett won't draw him anything. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brett draws some shit all the time. He inks it. Yeah, but that's not for him. Yeah. That's kind of funny, though. But yeah, it's, it's, for some reason, I don't know, the guy just doesn't want to, he only, do, I think he only does a couple commissions, if anything. Yeah, and he charges a lot of money. Yeah. I just charges a lot of money. Art trim. $800 for a for like a, a basic it's like a, a it's a front face it's like a 5 by 3 sketch from him it's like 800 bucks it's nice though they're nice yeah but for 800 bucks you I'll buy I'll a lot stick, of shit for 800 I don't bucks. mind I don't mind my 20 or my $20 print buy with his free sketch yeah that's fine it's still I'm, good. it's still him I <laughs> that's just, all I care about I can't see spend a bunch of money on a picture like the most I've ever spent on a sketch I think was 50 bucks see that's not bad and it was well worth it I mean, it, it, it balances out for, let's say I pay 20 for a shitty sketch, but then I get one that's... Or you pay 100 for a shitty sketch. <laughs> God, no. I'd never do that. I'm not stupid. We know somebody <laughs> who is. <laughs> I still want you to make a copy of that Twiggy death mm-hmm. and give me either like a high-res file of that so I can make a poster out of it Okay. or get me a poster of that yeah. because it's fucking amazing I, I love it want that as a poster so badly he did another one for for a girl who saw mine cause she wanted one like that but he changed it up and like he gave her like a huge hat and some other stuff yes so but yeah I'll I'll, I'll um, try to get it scanned I, was, yeah, I should have awesome. I should have had him give me a kitty pride that'd yeah. be really cool yeah well he's at every con yeah he's, he's, he's a really cool Ooh. yeah Armand Velvet oh. He's a really cool guy, so. He yeah. said he got inspired from going through my book or something. Yeah. Like, seeing all the different styles. It's because Jose has a hole in his book. Yep. Yeah. And he, he, just he puts it right just here in the midsection. It's like, oh, wait, are you changing, you turning the page? So he fully opens Look it. Look at this like, one. Nah, he's got the chapstick. It's like his sister said, he's got the chapstick, so he puts it down in his book, and he's like, do you want this, or do you want this? And he pulls the chapstick out and starts putting it on his mouth. And yeah, as Amanda said, he got that good mouth. <laughs> he got that good mouth. <laughs> I got those. I got them good sketches, though. Got that good mouth. <laughs> you got good work. mouth for good sketches. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm just not a whore Good sketches enough. and a belly full of cum, the Whoa. Jose story. 
I guess I'm just not a whore enough to do it, I guess. <laughs> you want full color? You gotta swallow. You know what? I think I only have one that's full color. Yeah. Because I don't care for color. I'm with, I'm with you, though, Kyle. I, I don't, like, with the sketchbook thing, I want something that I can physically, like, when I pay for something, I want to physically be able to do something with it. And the, the sketchbook, to me, it just seems like it's a waste of fucking money. Like, mm. yeah, it's original art, but... It's art that no one else will ever have yeah. from that person. Or the same person goes, hey, I want a death sketch. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I drew one of those. And they drew the exact fucking same sketch for someone else. I don't remember that. The thing is, it's not going to be the exact same sketch. You never know. It's going to be the same. But yeah, it's, it's going to look similar, but it's not going to be the exact same. They're not going to sit there and measure out. But I want something I can, I can physically, like, touch and play with. And it's not just going to sit there. Mm. Like, that's what... <laughs> that's what do you want to buy? Jeez. A flashlight? A flashlight. Yeah, a flashlight. <laughs> Your butthole one. But you know what? I'm more into having my comic book signed. I really like that. I think that's super cool. It, I, it, it hurts to resell, though. I don't. It's a hurt resell. Like, for me, that's why I don't get a lot of books signed. But I don't sell many of my own I books. I don't either. I don't sell any of my own books. I really don't either. Like, my Hulk 180 through 182, never selling. If I want a book. If, I, if I'm dying and I need fucking money, okay, fine. If I want a book signed, it's because I want it signed. Like, yeah. it, it's for me. Like, I, the Stanley. Spider or the Stanley Death of Gwen Stacy, like a Stanley signature, they're a dime a dozen, but it's cool. The story he goes had that sign, you had him sign right. that for you, exactly. And the Kevin to Eastman my best thing. friend, <laughs> to my friend, the Kevin Eastman thing. I really wanted Kevin Eastman's signature, yeah, it was on a shitty issue with Turtles, but I didn't care. I really wanted his signature because he he formed my childhood, like mm-hmm. he gave us something that was so predominant in or so dominant in my childhood and still even in my adulthood. <laughs> that, <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> no, I still remember I had a... I don't You're the one who gets all teared before. up every time someone says Herb Trempy. Dude, that's sad. <laughs> he created Wolverine. Yeah, well, this guy created Turtles. Hey. Turtles are awesome. Kevin Eastman's awesome. done more in my life than fucking Wolverine's ever done. But, like, I think I told the story before. I had the, a bunk bed, and it was like a wood bunk bed, so it had all these squares all around because I, the, I had the bottom bunk. And I remember I wrote their names. You know, Your brother had the Donatello. top, and he would, like... Urinate on you and shit. Yeah, but I put like and it was cool because the those turtles, um, they fit perfect in those squares. Mm. So I wrote their names. So all around my bed, I had everybody: Shredder, Bebop, yeah. Rocksteady, Splinter. They were all sitting mm-hmm. up there, and so I could just lay there, and just pick it up, and fucking well, and, like, and then put it back, and I could yeah. I could actually you know they had the swords in their hands, and I had them sitting there in these little their own personal cubby holes. Yeah. And it was just so awesome to me. Well, and, 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 like, that's the kind of stuff I, I resonate with being a kid. Like, with my dad being in the military, when he would be gone for, you know, days on end or weeks on end, he would come home and he'd always have a, a turtle for me or something. So, you know, if he hadn't seen me for a while, he would have a, a gift for me. So it was always something I, I really resonated with my childhood. And I still remember days, like, laying in our apartment when it was just me and him underneath, like, underneath our couch watching the original Turtles movie, like... The Pizza Hut commercial before it, like I, I still remember the original Turtles movie. So, it's, it's something that was just go ninja, go yep. ninja, go. Well, that's the second one. I know that was something very predominant in my life that shaped yeah. my childhood in my my life. So it's like that's a signature I want because yeah. it means something to me. That's why you guys, you know how Eastman he draws a turtle head on his signature. I I made it a point to say because I had him write when you know to Kyle, would you please Love. draw the turtle head? Love Kev, um, we please draw the turtle head. On that one. Yeah. You know, just to make sure. And 
But like, yeah, because I had the same thing. Like with Kevin Smith. I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, but he shaped me to want to do film. He's the one that got me into wanting to do this and express my creative side, and that's that means something to me because it's he shaping made me my. Want to stink palm someone. Yeah, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's he's helping it shape who I want to become. So like that's why I really like all his stuff, and that's why his his signature stuff means stuff to me. And I'm sure like you have stuff that's signed that means something to you. And yep. Like it's just mm. it's crazy stuff like that. But I really like having comic book sign. It's just there's just if it was up to me, I'd probably have all of them signed because I don't care. It's been a very tame What the fuck Friday It's been pretty tame It started very dark And then like Climbed But it's been very tame <laughs> It climbed and now we're, we're reminiscing about Things we don't Think we should have bought Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Regrets That's what life is full of No yeah. regrets No regrets No regrets No No regrets you can't regret stuff like that. At least, at least that regret shit that I bought that I can get rid of. I don't have like yeah. a stupid fucking tattoo that I regret. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> no tattoos for me. That's why I never wanted one because I'm like I, I don't think I could uh, commit to something like that. Yeah, I'm so indecisive. That's like I'll much. get something today and then like next week I won't want it anymore. <laughs> but, like this needs to get removed. Let's get this shit off. And it costs you double to remove it than to get the fucking tattoo. Can I just carve it off? Yeah, It'd be so much better. <laughs> yeah, I've. I've got my one tattoo and I got it because it, it actually matters to me. But like the people that like Dick butt? Yep. But the, the people that uh <laughs> the people that are like Oh, it's Friday the thirteenth, it's time to go get a Friday the thirteenth tattoo because they're free. What? Like a lot of tattoo parlors will do my little little did that. Little tiny Friday the thirteenth tattoos. You they have a a short like flash sheet. Yeah. That you're like, yeah, I want the clover that says thirteen in it. She did and that. She has like a them. triangle thing that says thirteen in it. Yeah, a lot of them, like a lot of them, some of them they only have one option, which is just the state of Arizona, the shape. Yeah, with um, 13. With 13 in it. Wow. I, I didn't know they did that for Do you have free. a business call? Yeah. No. I'm sorry, they're not, they're not free. Oh. They're, they're usually like 13 bucks. They're usually like 13 bucks. Someone's going to drop to a bomb. Yeah. Uh, but like with tattoos, you pay for what you get. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially, it's free. Yeah, but like, but like, right, there you go. But usually okay. they're just really simple, basic line. Line work. But that's the reason why I haven't gotten a tattoo since I was. I got this one when I was twenty, nineteen twenty. Um, nineteen twenty. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Um, Hello there, little chap. What would you like? <laughs> but I, uh, <laughs> I'd like to get a clock, please. <laughs> All right, sit on down. That'll be two pence. <laughs> oh gee, I don't have two pence. <laughs> Do you take four shillings? <laughs> but I'm in that predicament right now. I'm like, I, I like. I was like, I want to get a tattoo, and I was like, what the fuck? I can't Why? even. I can't think of anything that I want right See, I now. Have, I have several that I plan on getting. It's just a matter of the funds and if I actually want to get bring myself to go get them at that point. I've, I've, I've I never had, had a. I had I've had several options, and I was very close to getting an extension done on what I've got. I'm at Hell City uh, two years ago. Hell City Tattoo Fest. Um, I met a dude who does really, really, it's uh, black type tattoo work. And that's what I wanted. I couldn't find somebody who could do black type. Black, and, uh, um, so, so I told him what I wanted. I, I like laid it out for him. He was like, all right, come back in two hours when I finish with this client, we'll do this. I showed up. He was like, I'm actually, I guess I'm supposed to do a seminar that I didn't know about. So I can't do it tonight. And I, I didn't get it, but that was the last like opportunity I had. Um, but yeah, like tattoos are those one thing that like you spend the money on it if you're gonna get it. Like spend good money on it, yeah, and make sure that it is something that you won't regret. Yep, regret. Regrets. 
Like my last tattoo is my back tattoo. And I'd, yeah, I, I, I had no idea that your entire back was fucking tattooed up. Is it me. really? Yeah. About this much of it. But Holy it's, it's, fuck. It's like across his shoulders down to like the bottom of his shoulder blades. Yeah, he posted a picture right after he had it done. Or the, the picture of when it is was it a, like finished. Yeah. It's like a big dick butt. Yeah. Dick butt. I'd always wanted a dragon covering my back. Really? For, oh God, since I... I can remember, I don't know why. I, I'm not like a huge crazy dragon guy, but I just this just the thought of me having this awesome dragon on my back. It's always been cool to me. And finally, I just I just sucked it up, and after six hours, I had a dragon on my back. You uh, you ever watch Red Dragon or read the book? Yes, it was awesome. It's a crazy movie. Yep, yeah, the book's fucking phenomenal. But so you're like that dude. Yeah. <laughs> But I actually, well, I was like, what can I get? Like, because I want to do like an extension well, to that. That's the Tooth Fairy. That's the yeah. serial killer in that movie and mm-hmm. book is Tooth Fairy. Dude, the Thomas Harris trilogy is so good. He should never have made Hannibal Rising. What made Hannibal so terrifying was the fact that no one knew what made him the way he was. Yeah. And then giving, putting out Hannibal Rising completely negates that. Gave him this really shitty, like, yeah, this, this really shitty, oh, his sister was eaten by Nazis and he witnessed it and... To get back at him, he started eating, eating, eating Nazis, and yeah, it was just fucking stupid. They took the mystery and yeah, and fear away. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like Hannibal. Do- it it's it turned it from Hannibal does it because it makes him tick mm. to like he does it because it's a it's revenge type. It was yeah, it was dumb. That's really stupid. But uh, Silence of the Lambs is one of my favorite fucking books oh, ever. I remember going to the movies to see that. That, the and book fucking, is fucking amazing, and the movie is good. Yeah, it blew well. me away. I was like, holy fuck. So good. It was pretty when, good. When he beats the security guard that's, like, wa- supposed to be watching him, and, like, he's, like, bathed in his blood, and he just, like, <laughs> raises his arms, like, oh, yeah. The scene is so fucking good. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah, it is a really good movie. It's more than a pretty good movie. Only one best picture. I still like picture in 1990. Like there will be blood is I like one of my favorite movies. There will be blood is one of my favorite movies as well. The thing I love about it is the first like 20 minutes where there's like, it's a silent. Film. It's a silent film. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson is like my favorite. Paul Thomas Anderson, the Coen Brothers, and Stanley Kubrick are my favorite filmmakers. Typical fucking film student answers for <laughs> your. Fa- Either it's like you know. Oh, I love Alejandro Jodorowsky or like some obscure filmmaker like that. Or it's like Coen Brothers and Stanley Kubrick and Paul <laughs> Thomas Anderson. But those are like the greatest American filmmakers right now. Like Darren Aronofsky is good, but Paul Thomas Anderson and the Coen Brothers. Paul Thomas Anderson, I think, might just be the cream. What does he direct? Uh, he did There Will Be Blood and Boogie Nights. Yeah. And um, did he just have a movie Magnolia? Huh? I thought he had just had a movie come out. Yeah, the ma- uh, the master. The oh. Conan Brothers. They do. Uh, oh no, he had uh, they, Inherent Vice. They do Br- Dumb and Dumber. No, no that's, that's Fairly, Fairly Brothers. Brothers. That's Fairly Brothers. No, okay. Conan Brothers did Fargo, and No Country for Old Men. Did you V for Vendetta? No, that's the Wachowskis, wasn't it? Yeah. They, the same guys did Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Wachowski brothers. That's a lot of brothers of direct. Yeah, <laughs> that's a brother and sister. And the Raimis, the Raimi brothers. Yep. Made Sam. Evil Dead. With oh my god, that fucking awesome um, show right now. Uh, Have you who, watched the other day? Um, You're fucking uh, missing out. I can't remember if it was... I think it was Joel Cohen lived with Sam Raimi around the time he made Evil Dead, and he's the guy who basically taught him how to make movies. They were all going to NYU, the film school at New York uh, New York University, 
and uh, he lived. He was living with with Sam and his brother when they were riding and making Evil Dead, and he was like, fell in love with filmmaking. Feel better? Oh, much better. I watched. I was. I finished. Uh, um, Goodbye, steak. What is it? Master. It's a reverse Snickers. <laughs> Master of None. Master of None is fucking it's awesome. It's amazing. It is really good. Yeah, I was watching that the other night. I was very surprised. Like, I, I, I made a Facebook post about it, and it seriously is, like, the most genuinely, like, heartwarming show in the most human way. Like, it doesn't force it or anything. And, yeah, no. that dad episode was fucking Dude, sad. Dude, that, that fucking hit me, yeah. like, hard. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Because I, I think back at how my dad grew up. taking a breather? Like death holding the dog that got ran over? What? No. Oh. No, like with my dad growing up and him trying to do the best to, yeah, you know, for his future and me and my sister and I. Yep. You, your sister and I. Then you were those little shits who just didn't yeah. care. I don't oh, no. give a fuck how I old you see have the to work, Daddy. Give me, give me, give me. I want to see the trailer. That's the best part. I don't have time. Because <laughs> like well, my, my mom would always ask to like, hey, I, I need help with this. I'm like, you can do it. Well, Kellen and I kind of had that conversation the other day. Like, I'm in a place now where, like, I'm I'm in my 30s. My mm-hmm. dad's in his Damn. late 50s. Like, I'm coming to the terms that, you know, one day I'm going to have to face life without him. Yep. And it, it fucking destroys me when I think about it. Like, I think about it. I, I try not to, but, <laughs> like, it, it's one of those things where you, I know in the back of my head that I have to spend as much time with him as I possibly can. Because a massive heart attack could take him out at any time, or a car accident could take him out at any time. It's just one of those things that it, that that's drive by. Like, yeah, like that that fucking <laughs> that that episode hit me with that, and it just yeah. makes you think that like you know you you don't have a lot of time left in this world, you know. It's a, it's a good show. It made me think a lot. Like, like the whole thing with him and Rachel and Rachel. <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> yeah, I, and how I've, shitty people are. I've too. only gotten uh, halfway through it. I've only gotten through six episodes. Okay, uh, but yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite series so far. That Netflix, man. That Netflix, man. Well, looking, you start knocking like, out the park here soon. Like oh, was, next I Friday, sitting, I was uh, sitting looking through like all of the uh, the shit they've got on. It's obvious they're getting rid of movies and TV shows that they haven't produced. Yeah, because you look through it, and they now have almost thirty. 30 things that they've produced themselves on there. Oh, once it's just their stuff, I'll probably end up bailing on it. Why? They've obviously been pumping out really good shit. Dude, Jessica Jones next Friday. That's, 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 that's the lure of Netflix is waiting the, for your favorite shows to come on to They can't and, compete with Hulu. Hulu has, like, every show that you can fucking imagine on there. Between Hulu, HBO Go, and Amazon Prime. They don't have Walking Dead. Netflix is just... Mm-hmm. Netflix, net, Netflix. <laughs> I Netflix know is we're starting get... to trail behind because I mean they were the front runner for a while. Yeah, I want to know when we're gonna get another season of uh, like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and oh yeah, some of these other like shows. Yeah. Daredevil. Daredevil. Well, it's gonna get to the point where we're only gonna be watching TV on the internet. Like that's the only way to watch it. I hope I'm, so. I'm super stoked on Man Seeking Woman coming back. Oh yeah, that show I saw is so that. funny. I saw his swipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teaser. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty funny. But, um, yeah, we're about an hour and 15 minutes. This is probably a good place to stop, huh? Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All right. So, you know, as always, this has been What the Fuck Friday. Make sure to like and subscribe. Find us on iTunes, Twitter, um, Facebook, SoundCloud, 
Podbean. Or Podbean, yeah. Podbean. That thing. iTunes. Oh, Overcast. Overcast. Oh, look, Kellen's in the wrap-up mode. He is. Kellen is in the wrap-up mode. I already said my buys. He wants to eat. He's hungry. I'm, dude, I'm starving. I'm, All right, I'm, so for that, um, remember to support us on Patreon if you like the show. Hit me up, hit me up with a, a DM on Twitter if you want those statues. Yeah. Kellen, yeah. under cool, McCool. <laughs> under school, McCool. <laughs> under I don't school, want to sell McCool. any of my comics. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so for the Absinthe Podcast, what the fuck Friday, I'm Matt. Kellen. What's a shit Sunday? Jose. Or what's Kyle. a shit Sunday, whatever. The shit Kyle. Sunday. Okay, goodbye. And we will Thank see you. you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye.